the same time next week. See ya. Bye Happy bye. Christmas. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The top stories. Hong Kongers go to the polls for the long-awaited Legislative Council election. The chief executive urges people to vote and says she set targets for the smooth running of the poll, but not for the turnout. And in the Philippines, the death toll from last week's typhoon continues to rise. Voters are heading to the polls in today's Legislative Council election, with the chief executive Carrie Lam among the first to cast a ballot this morning. Speaking outside a polling station in Central, Mrs Lam urged people to vote, but reiterated that her administration had not yet set a target for turnout and neither has the central government. She said she did set goals for the conduct of the election, however. Of course, as a chief executive, I am responsible and accountable for the conduct of the elections in a fair, open, honest manner. And on top of that, in this particular election, I have set targets that we should be as efficient as possible. Uh, for example, in trying to announce the election results as early as possible and trying to accommodate the interests of voters, for example, elderly voters and the voters who need some special help and need not be uh, waiting in a queue for too long. The former World Health Organization chief, Margaret Chan, is among 1,500 members of the election committee who are voting for 40 members of the new LegCo. Casting her ballot at the Convention and Exhibition Centre in Wan Chai, she said she believes the election will help the SAR implement the One Country, Two Systems principle and achieve democracy in the long term. I think the new election system is going to be very good for Hong Kong, for Hong Kong's long-term development, and for Hong Kong's democracy to take a step-by-step approach. And then it is good for Hong Kong's One China Two System long-term so that Hong Kong can fully implement the One Country Two System. According to the election website, 418,000 voters cast ballots in the first three hours of voting for a turnout rate of 9.35%. At the 2016 election, 7.12% of voters went to the polls for the first three hours. Polls opened an hour earlier that year. The Registration and Electoral Office says that a system set up on the election website allowing voters to check the expected queuing time at each polling station is out of service. It says the problem is a result of excessive usage. A spokesman said polling staff will place signage outside stations showing the expected queuing time. People can cast their votes until half past ten tonight. The head of the anti-graft agency, Simon Pear, says voting has been conducted in a smooth manner. He says the ICAC will make sure today's election is fair, just and corruption-free. Everybody has his free will or her free will to, to vote, uh, so uh, should not be uh, subject to any interference by uh, another, another person. Elsewhere, the provincial governor of Bohol says at least 49 people were killed on the central Philippine island when it was hit by Super Typhoon Rai last week, raising the death toll from the disaster to at least 80. The most powerful storm to hit the Philippines this year struck the eastern island of Siagao on, on Thursday before tearing across the central Visayas region. The BBC's Howard Johnson sent this report from Manila. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte has conducted an aerial inspection of the areas ravaged by the storm. 
Videos posted on social media by the president's aides show extensive damage to the Dinagat Islands, Shurgao and Shurigao city. With internet communications slowly being restored, more images of the devastation of the island of Leyte have also emerged. Super Typhoon Rai has now left the Philippines and is moving over the South China Sea towards Vietnam, although the eye of the storm is not expected to make landfall there. The rapid spread of the Omicron variant is beginning to seriously disrupt normal life in Europe as governments tighten restrictions. From today in the Netherlands, all but essential shops will close, as well as bars, restaurants and other public places. Schools will close until at least mid-January. These people gave their reaction to the announcement. It was nice to go to the city for a little while before the lockdowns. It's too busy everywhere, but I have to come to get presents before the Christmas holidays. And now the weather, mainly cloudy and dry, sunny periods during the day. The top temperature will be around 19 degrees. Moderate to fresh north to northeasterly winds, occasionally strong offshore and on high ground. The outlook, cloudy with rain on Monday and Tuesday. It will also be windy with cool mornings. The temperature now is 18 degrees, humidity 44%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Britain's Brexit minister has resigned, dealing another blow to the embattled Prime Minister Boris Johnson. In a resignation letter, David Frost said he would step down immediately. The BBC's Damien Grammaticus reports. Lord Frost's letter indicated his dislike of what he called coercive Covid measures and spoke of his concerns at the current direction of travel, saying he would rather see a likely regulated low-tax economy. In reply, Boris Johnson wrote that he was grateful for all Lord Frost had achieved. But the resignation adds to Mr Johnson's woes. The Prime Minister's authority was already damaged by crises over sleaze and Christmas parties, as well as the shock by-election defeat for the Tories in North Shropshire. Now he's lost a minister who was key to getting him into office, and he looks more vulnerable than ever. In sport, the Hong Kong swimmer Siobhan Hockey took gold overnight in the 100-metre women's freestyle final at the FINA World Swimming Championships in Abu Dhabi, with Sarah Sostrom of Sweden and Abby Weitzel of the US taking silver and bronze. Hockey's time of 50.98 seconds was also a competition record. On Thursday, the double Olympic silver medalist became Hong Kong's first-ever swimming world record holder, taking the gold in the 200-metre short-course freestyle in 1 minute 50.31 seconds. An England batting collapse has handed the initiative, the initiative to Australia, who lead by 282 runs with nine second innings wickets remaining after the third day of the second Ashes test in Adelaide. Responding to their hosts 473 for nine declared, England fell from 150 for two to 236 all out. Joe Root and David Milan made a partnership of more than 100 runs. At the close, Australia were 45 for one. The BBC's cricket correspondent Jonathan Agnew has more. This must rank as one of England's most disappointing days in recent Ashes series. Presented with near-perfect conditions in which to bat, they were blown away after a positive start by Ruta Milan, and they didn't follow on only because Australia chose not to enforce it. Ruta Milan batted throughout the first session, both playing fluently and not allowing Lyon to dictate terms. After the interval, he changed ends and the game changed too. Root edged Green to slip for 62 to spark a collapse of 8 for 86. Milan played a wild swish and was caught for 80, while Pope and Butler both missed the chance to relieve the pressure on their positions. Pope was taken at short leg for 5 and Butler failed to score. 
All of this without Australia's leading paceman, Cummins and Hazelwood, and one feels only a miracle will prevent Australia from taking a 2-0 lead. Play resumed about an hour ago. Australia lost three early wickets and a short time ago there were 55 for four. On to football now and Arsenal were comfortable 4-1 winners at a depleted Leeds United. Gabriel Martinelli scored twice at Elland Road to secure their third successive league victory. Gunners boss Mikel Arteta is delighted with his side's recent form. I am really pleased obviously the performance festival and um, how we understood the game, how we could exploit some spaces and how we had to compete against a team that is very, very physical to play against. Um, three wins in a row, three wins uh, in a week. It doesn't get much better than that. It was the only match in the English Premier League to take place yesterday after the postponement of the other five fixtures due to COVID-19 outbreaks. Aston Villa's match against Burnley was called off just two hours before the scheduled kickoff at Villa Park. Premier League clubs will meet tomorrow to discuss the crisis. The Brentford manager Thomas Frank has called for a halt to all games until Boxing Day. The Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp says a solution needs to be found, but would rather teams played against any suspension of matches. I'm not against stopping the league. I just don't see the 100% benefit of it. So, and about that, between stopping the league and carrying on, there are different levels which we can talk about. So. Stopping the league means we stop now for one week, for two weeks means five, six games, two weeks, probably. So when you want to play them, I think always when you when you think about something and maybe and, and one a specific point is on our hands anymore and somebody else will stop the league, then, then, it, then it'd be like this. But as long as we can decide it or whatever, when do we want to play the games? Up next for Jurgen Klopp's side is a trip to Tottenham Hotspur tonight. All of the top three are in action, with just Everton's match at home to Leicester called off so far. To end the news, the top stories once again. Hong Kongers go to the polls for the long-awaited Legislative Council election. The chief executive urges people to vote and says she set targets for the smooth running of the poll, but not for turnout. And in the Philippines, the death toll from last week's typhoon continues to rise. The news from RTHK. Improve electoral system. Ensure patriots administering Hong Kong. RTHK reminds you that the Legislative Council general election takes place today. Remember to vote. RTHK Radio 3 Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color new dimension, new value, and a new experience. So this is Christmas, what have you done? Another year over, and a new one just begun. Christmas 
weekend for strong Ditch and the poor ones The world is so wrong Christmas What have we done? 